Rooney did well, and then Jesse Lingard. It's a decent run this from Jesse Lingard as well, and he's going to go all the way, and that's a fantastic goal by the player who won the FA Cup for Manchester United last History was made at the Theatre of Dreams when Crystal Palace beat the greatest English club, Manchester United. The mixed emotions were just crazy. A missed penalty for Marcus Rashford that could have changed the whole complexion of the game after a dominant display. But it was a game against Crystal Palace. A team that hadn't beaten us at home since 1989. Now we have the players that fans have complained about being sold, loaned out and some frozen out. Bold decisions by Ole. But now the judges are singing a different tune as they realize how thin our squad has become. And with just three buys over the summer, we now have to rely on the youngings in a turbulent league. Well, King Eric, we salute you. You brought us the Premier League after a long 26-year wait and went on to add three more in your five-year stay at the Old Trafford. A legend, famous for the Kung Fu kick, the distinctive upturned shirt color, spectacular goals, and even sensational celebrations bringing back that glory to the number seven shirt. Today, you received the UEFA President's Award. And as, a, and as United fans, we salute you, Eric Cantona. This is the We Are United podcast, where we talk all things Man United and the way forward for our beloved club. With me in the studio, I'm very honored because he ran 110-meter hurdles and 400-meter hurdles for Ghana and was... 10 years champion, national champion. He played basketball for the Ghana team too from 1980 to 1995, 15 solid years, where they went for their last tournament in Nigeria. He's in the person of Uncle Kojo. Uncle Kojo, welcome. Thank you. And the regular, the voice you've been hearing all for the past three weeks. He is, I am Nana. I am Nana, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, bro. So now, Uncle Kojo, we are going to talk about Ole's decision-making. He looks like the only bold Manchester United coach because he has frozen out the likes of Matic, Phil Jones. He put Ashley Young on the bench. Some don't even make the bench, like Fred. And then he has sold out Lukaku. Alexis Sanchez just went alone. Fellaini, Herrera. People that the fans were complaining about. And then when we look at the loss to Crystal Palace and what he is doing, we start complaining that, no, why do you let certain players go? Because you are thinning our squad. Looking at how the Premier League is now, do you think we can rely on the small boys? That's the question we are asking. So that's the question I'm asking you. Do you think Ole's decision-making is good for United? It has to be good for United because since um, Fergie left, yes. all the other coaches who have come, I don't think they really had the confidence to take hold of the team. This guy played under Fergie. And he learned a lot from him. Take David Mouse. When he came, what did he do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. When he left, uh, uh, LVJ came. He was okay. But United, we did not have the patience for him to do a long-term project. Okay. We wanted to start winning titles again just after Fergie. Yeah. And that was just not possible. It sure. wasn't possible. Then we shot ourselves in the foot and went for you-know-who. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, he, he turned the whole thing upside down. Fine, he won something in the first year. Yeah. But that was a team that LBJ had built. Yeah. And True. he used it and he won. And 
After that, he wanted us to what? Clap for him. Everybody knows that after his third year, he comes, he's, he's always going south. Okay. We shouldn't have given him that extra contract. Yeah, that was too rash. We hung ourselves. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. You see, his character is, I don't mean to be too hard on Moino, but his character for me is very, very, very on Manchester United. United, we don't whine. When Ferguson was there, if we lost, we lost. If we won, we won. And most of the time, we won because of his attitude. And Fergie didn't blame the no, players. No, Mourinho made the game about him, not about the players. Yes. If we lose, the whole world's against him. If we win, I'm the special one. And that wasn't good for our team. Now, Ole wants to change everything. Yeah. Right? He has to have belief in these young ones because that's what Fergie did. The fledglings, the 92 fledglings. Yeah. Who were they? But he introduced them gradually into the team and look at the wonderful things that they did. So he has to, I agree, I, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with his, his selection and what he's doing there. So it'll be perfectly fine if we don't win anything this season, just to have a solid team, that's all. I'm okay that Mourinho is not there. <laughs> but anything that happens to us right now, look, I'm solidly behind them. Because building a team is a process. Yes. It's like building a house. You don't just get up one day and raise the house. But you see, United, I don't know, the supporters, we, we become tired of losing. True. And I, I don't blame them. Every team wants to win. But we have to reach a point where we say, hey, stop. Let's build the team. Let's have the patience. Let's find one coach who we trust to be able to develop these guys and give us maybe two, three years. True. True. I think we're, we're rushing if we think we're going to win the league and... Uh, what other titles this year? We might not win anything, but let's look at how we play. Can they gel? Is it constructive? Let's look at that. But with all the people he's letting go, there's a possibility that Paul Pogba will also leave. So where do we have that kind of midfield presence in the young boys? Or should he buy somebody else? If, if he's going to buy anybody... Me, the player he missed out on buying that really hurt me was Dybala. Wow. If we had gotten Dybala, I would personally have gone to Old Trafford and told Pumba to pack his bags and go to it. <laughs> if, if, if I can come in, I feel he was surprised because everybody would be surprised. Everybody thought Dybala was a bit of a rash decision and it's not, it's not what we needed. People felt that way. So to, to, to hear that coming from you and making it sound like it was your prime you know, expectation. Exactly. It comes as a surprise. Like, like, at that period, we all knew that Pogba was going. Yes. And we had to find somebody to fill in. And I thought that Dybala, I watched him at Juventus. I love his play. Is he, is he the same? Do you think he's the same Dybala you've known, you know, from maybe three years ago? He could be, but it's like they're not giving him the opportunity because of uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. But I feel he's inconsistent. Looking at his performances, yes, he's a creative guy. And looking at the back and forth of the Premier League compared to the slow-paced, tactical Serie A, do you think he was going to be... I, I had my reservations on... Paulo Dybala. I actually wanted Bruno Fernandes mm -hmm. because of his work ethic. He looked like the perfect era replacement. But I'm quite surprised you are mentioning Paulo Dybala. Wow. Look, look, uh, look at Ronaldo. Yes. Ronaldo came from Portugal. Portugal, they don't play the same type of football that they play in England. Yes. He came from Portugal. He excelled. Yes, he left fine, but, <laughs> but now uh, Dybala would have had uh, Oli. 
He left. He went to Spain. It's a different type of football altogether. He excelled. I think it's it's the temperament of the player. Okay. If you come and you work hard and want to succeed, you will succeed. And wow. I really feel Dybala, if he comes, he can fit into our team. Really? Really. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is some quite interesting revelations because I didn't believe Paulo Dybala was who we needed. I felt we 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 needed Bruno Fernandes. Like, he was schools-like and under Hera-like at the same time mm. because of how he likes to shoot from behind the penalty box and everything. But Paulo Dybala, because you said it, I'm going to I'm going to Look keep an eye on him. He, he I'm going to keep very nice goals. Oh yeah, he, he's a good poacher. I felt he would have done well at number nine or playing a false nine, having Martial and Rashford mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. flanks. But we don't have a right winger. Uncle Kojo, look look at how Manchester United is suffering. He's bringing in young boys. And I don't see a right winger in any of the young boys. Mason Greenwood is ambidextrous. He can play left, right. But then he's more of a goal scorer than playing on the wings. So what's, I, I, I feel what Ole is doing is rather putting him under some kind of pressure. Because in a fluid front three, where you have Alexis Sanchez, Martial and Rashford. And this, for, this style, I feel, will shoot Sanchez and let him go. I feel he's putting pressure on him. Do we so, have to have a right winger? Yes, we need it. Really? Yes. How about a, a wing back? In the type of formation that he plays, we need a right winger. No, but to complement the forward. If if at a point in time you are playing a system, yeah, and maybe you lose players or you can't find players to play that system properly, you change. But, don't don't be averse to change. But will he change? change? The possible three that he could have played in centre back. No, that made it a 3-5-2 with wing-backs. Mm-hmm. was going to be Maguire, Lindelof, and Smalling. Mm-hmm. But Smalling is rumored to go out on loan to Roma. He, so he's falling way down the pecking list. Jones, <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you try Jones if you were? Which Jones are you talking about? Phil Jones? <laughs> no, come on. No. Man, please. Then I'll play as please. a... Right, so oh. in that case, in that case, we'll have to stick with our four at the back, two centre-backs. And then find a right winger. Okay, so Nana, Nana, let me bring you in this. What do you think about Ole's decisions? I think, to be honest, it looks as if the decisions are the decisions of the club. It looks like the the club has a direction they want the club to go. And they have sort of vested the the powers into Ole to make bold decisions like he's doing now. If you ask me, why is Alexis going? It makes no sense. I, I was in discussion with Uncle Kuju yesterday at the gym. And he sort of sides with the move. I think it, like from what he's saying, it makes more sense. Probably he can elaborate some more. He means shipping him out, making the point, paying less of what you would be paying maybe in the previous season just to, to let the, 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 the message get across that you go. And then we, it's, it's a cost they're prepared to take. And then maybe in the next season, or if in January you can find him a team, next season we find a replacement, a complete replacement, and then we, we rid ourselves of such such costs. But in the meantime, the right wing is an issue. There's no replacement. We're shipping people out, not bringing replacement, and that bothers me. So I don't know what master plan Ole and United have, but uh, I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know anymore. <laughs> and it's still early, so... I'd like to know, but I don't know. So do you think Ole will survive the season? Oh, definitely. Yes, I Definitely. I he has the backing of the board and most especially the backing of Ferguson. He will survive. Ole will survive maybe two, three years. Yeah, he will survive. Wow. <laughs> he will survive. But, uh, 
What do you think of a Ferguson type of long-term coaching? Do you think Ole can be the person? It's possible, but they shouldn't give it to him now. Okay. I, I really think that when uh, last year, they shouldn't have given him that uh, full contract during the season. They should True. have waited. Yeah. To the end of the season. To the end. Because he felt he had to prove himself. As soon as they gave it to him, we started losing. Exactly. Yeah. We rushed. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's good. Because I was telling someone that I feel we rushed the contract. Mm. We all knew that, yes, Ole will get at the end of the season. But making it in that crucial moment of the season was rather somewhat dampening him. It was making him quite complacent. Even though you say he's psychologically good. But it will make him quite complacent. So I think that what the, the point you made was was good. But let's let's just dwell a bit on the Crystal Palace game. Do we? Yes, we, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Most United fans oh. rather we not. We, no, I, I'm not. We are not going deep. I just want to. What went went wrong? Do you think there was anything wrong? Hmm. Honestly, I can't put my finger on anything. But <clears throat> could it have been complacency? I agree, maybe. And because I think the guy, the boys came into the game feeling that oh, this one day it's Crystal they, Palace. It's Crystal Palace. Anything we do, we can we can beat them. But the, the goals also came out of nowhere. It was, it wasn't. I don't know. It the, the goals. That's why the goals are painful because are, I are, don't know are what you to say. Goal that people are praising. What was it? No, it, it was just... not out of any trick. Somebody jumped and headed the ball Shrub down and you were there. Him. He was there. That's he all. pushed it. It's a slappy thing. What did he yeah. do? Yeah. But do you think De Gea could have done better for the second goal? Did he see the ball? He I did. don't know whether he was being blocked or what, but I was surprised. I was surprised at that goal. I was really surprised. Yeah, because like he covered the near post. Mm-hmm. And then the ball came from that side. He touched the ball and the ball managed to enter the net. Now, what do you think about the Crystal Palace game? And he has saved us a lot. No, no, last last year I could forgive him because he was distracted by by his contracts, talks, and other things. And admittedly, last year our defense was not what it should have been. Yes, yes, true. Yes, yes. Last year, the defense really let him down. Yeah, true. When, when, when you look back at the previous years, last two years, last three years, he, he literally carried the team on his shoulders, yeah. making miraculous saves. Yeah. But when your defense is not that good, you tend to lose confidence in yourself. There are certain balls that, one, I've been in the goalpost before. It's a very lonely place. Wow, you've done everything. I tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you a story later on about me and Kotoko. Okay. When somebody breaks through your defense and is coming straight at you, I mean... You have only one choice, anticipation. Okay. Anticipation. So if you go in the wrong direction, it's a goal. If you go in the right direction, you save. save. Wow. Wow. Guys, don't forget to like, share, and then listen. Just give 
send this podcast to everybody. We are all about Manchester United. We are going for a short commercial break. We'll be right back. All right, so hi guys. Um, we're enjoying the show and I'm sure you're enjoying the, the conversation about our beloved club, Manchester United as well. And um, we, were, we were just talking and Danny tells me of this new segment he intends introducing. He calls it Ole in a Minute. You know how we, we feel if given the opportunity to be manager, we, we, we're all going to be able to do a good job. So yes, Danny felt the need to be able to give that opportunity to all of us, wherever we may be, to be Ole for a minute. So. Um, you know, there's a link. We want to be able to provide a link to the WhatsApp group in the description. You can join our WhatsApp group. We are united. And then drop a voice note of being Ole in a minute. You can speak to the boys like you were in the, the dressing room with them and you were about to, to spare them onto a game. You know, how do you want to do it? Speak to them like you would speak to them in the locker room through our WhatsApp group in a voice note. You can even talk about your 11, how you want to pick them out and why you want to pick them out. And then we'll probably put it up there in the show. So yes, do that and then let's let's see how it goes. Uh, Danny would want to give it a try so we have a, a hang of how it should go and then everybody else can take it from there. So, Danny. So guys, it's just Tottenham. David De Gea, you do what you do best. Harry Maguire and Lindelof have loved your partnership over the past few games and I think you do better. Aaron Wan-Bissaka, keep tackling. Just go for it a bit for Paul Pogba to find you with his diagonals. Look sure, make sure you stay back a bit. Mark Tomine, the energy you have in the middle is okay. Try to just sit in front of the defense a bit. Paul Pogba, do what you do. Marcel Rashford and the cold white York, just be composed in the box. One matter, bring that to me. Okay, that was great. I think everybody else has something to say close to that or probably even better than Danny just did. So like I said, there's a link to our water group, We Are United, down in the description. Click on it, join us, and then send our send us your Ole in a minute. And aside that, there's a big conversation being being indulged in on WhatsApp at We Are United. So we'd love to have you there speak to us. And then, you know, let's let's keep it going. Let's keep the, the spirit of United going in our WhatsApp group. And like I said, this is Ole in a minute. So guys, I know this place. This place is wonderful. This place has space. And this place has space for creatives. See, trust me, this is where I'm recording my podcast, our podcast, the We Are United podcast. This studio is the Unlimited Africa Studio, located at Exhibition Runabout. Just get there, ask anybody where the Unlimited Africa Studio is, and they'll direct you there. In Dansoma. Yeah, and right now the Wi-Fi is up. There's a 40-inch Samsung TV where you can watch your videos, your photographs. Everything that you do, you can just display it on the screen to see how good it is. There's big space for the dancers like Dance God Lloyd and the upcoming Dance God Lloyds like myself. And then, trust me, there's so, there's so much you can do in this space. And this is the Unlimited Africa Studios. As the name suggests, Unlimited. Your creativity, we can't limit. It is unlimited. So just come. Just come and patronize it. We are bringing you more things. You have so many lights. Anything to do whatever you feel. If you're creative, just come here and you'll be happy. And then we are talking about the Build X Studios. Build X Studios is where our producer, champion producer Enoch is from. 
and that place is also the digital marketing space for the creatives so you come here into the open space of the unlimited africa studios you do whatever you do and then to market it you just go to our producer enoch and then you do that magic for you on that digital platform so guys don't forget it's the unlimited africa studios where we are recording this podcast from and our producer our digital marketing space our champion man enoch from the build X Studios. Thank you very much. Okay, welcome back. Now, Uncle Kojo, we are going to talk about a difficult away game. Saturday, kickoff time, 11.30, and is against Southampton at the St. Mary's. Last year, last season, they gave us one tough time. For after Ferguson, I think they have been one team that have been worrying us a lot. They they help us drop points, <laughs> if I can say that. So, what do you think can be the formation Ole can play? Martial is out injured. Luke Shaw is out injured. So, what can we do? What formation can we play? Which players can we play in which place to win and get all the three points? I remember a time back, the German national team. Yes. The whole, all the teams in Germany, they were mandated to play one formation. I think it was uh, 4-3-3 or something. The Mannschaft. Yes. So all they did was that when they called the national team, the best player at that moment, at that position, they just put him in. Because all the teams played the same formation. So they were used to it. Yes. Now, my problem is that the Manchester United team, where they all go for training. Yes. Every position... I mean, Ole should have a reserve for every position. So it's just a matter of filling in the portals. But who I, can do that? Oh. You look at the quality. Look at our neighbors, City. Every position they've Can we not talk about City? Can we not talk about City? It's unfortunate we're not in the same league. Yeah, about PSG. Because you look at teams that have that have got two players in every position and it's almost as if the the position belongs to two people instead of one person. But look at this United setup. Luke Shaw is gone. Even though he wasn't good defensively or attacking wise too, is Ashley Young the right person to fill that position? Or we bring someone from the under 23s? What do you think? I would prefer Young. Actually, yeah. he's done it for long enough and he knows what to do. You go and bring one of these young ones. I mean, this is not the match to blood those young ones. Okay. If it was an easier game, I would have said maybe let's bring somebody who is younger, stronger, and more energetic. But Young has the experience. Okay. True. He has the experience. Not, not to cut you, but I was going to ask, which are the easy games in the APL? I thought I would I would have thought Crystal Palace is a relatively okay. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said easy. Yeah. Less difficult. Less difficult. <laughs> exactly. But then again, my, my question still remains because in our opinion, we thought Crystal Palace was a less difficult game. I think in our in yeah, our uh, yes. We misjudged them. Okay. The complacency was too much. Yeah, I think we misjudged them. Okay. Okay, sure. But but no no, what do you think? What, who can we play where? Ashley Young, I think, is better left back. To be honest, I think we'll have to go with Ashley Young. I have to agree with that. And then who fills in the spot for Martial? 
With Martial, if not for maybe the lack of experience, maybe to bring in Greenwood is what we would want to I do. Think be yeah. would you, but Greenwood, he played a few games last year. And he, yes, he did. Yeah. And this is so even, it's not against, like we're blooding him. He's already in the system. Against Crystal Palace, he played. He played mm. over 30 minutes. Yes. But Uncle Koji, there's this question bothering me. Jesse Lingard. We spoke oh, about him last, <laughs> last week. But I, I don't get it. Why do we... Should we play Jesse Lingard? I think there's a more creative player in Andreas Pereira or Angel Gomez. Yeah. They press more. They are more energetic. But if our number 10 is just pacey and can press, then looking at David Silva, James Madison, then we are falling back. So, Uncle Koji, what maybe, do you think maybe about Maybe I'm, I'm a bit old-fashioned because in my days, the number 10, he was like the ball juggler. Yeah. That's why Pele wore 10, Maradona wore 10. Yeah. All those 10 guys were skillful guys. They could take on anybody and then feed exactly. their teammates. All and even sport. in this day, that's what Lingard, the do. Lingard is not yeah, my typical number 10. Yeah. Yes. Lingard should maybe be on the wings or somewhere where he can use his speed and bring the ball in for somebody to score. But when he does that too, he can't create from the wing. So what is Lingard good for? Exactly. That is the question. <laughs> what does he have to offer United? I mean, my son told me that there was this uh, picture of Lingard in uh, 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 Madrid. Uh, uniform jersey, jersey. yeah saying you were going there <laughs> 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 but we, we 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 really haven't bought enough to let any more players go Our activity on the uh, market during the off season i wasn't really impressed with it at all i was not impressed with it i thought there were a lot of other guys we could have brought in to come help the team who did we buy we bought a uh, uh, maguire then uh, uh, Bissaka. yes and daniel then james. Daniel, james. daniel james three players three compared to the number we let go three not just the number but the quality we let go <laughs> and only made a statement that any player who goes we have to replace but that isn't the case right now yeah. why do you wait till the english window is shut before you make yourselves look you know that manchester United will become very unattractive at I, I tell you. Players don't want to join us because you're not going to contest for titles. It's either they join for exorbitant wages yes. or they don't join at all. There's no passion for United. Yes. We are no longer attractive. I remember we wanted to go for this. Um, there was this defender at Dortmund. This German defender. At he told us point blank if Mourinho is there, he won't come. We've lost so many players along the way. What's the name of the, the player who played, uh, ended up playing for uh, Bayern, the Moroccan? Um, um, Mehdi Benassia. Benassia was also linked with oh, us. Them. He didn't bother. Even Diego Godin last season. That's what we are. So, so, so uh, hmm. right now, we don't have a choice. We just have to use what we have and hope and pray that, I mean, they will gain the experience. Because so, you see, like in sports, especially football, the more you play, the more you like, gather the experience. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that is what should happen. Some people do that and then they go the other way. But the more you play, <laughs> you, get, you get... Oh, please. No names. <laughs> no names. Phil Jones. The more you play, you get experience. You get used to those positions. So let's, let, let him try them. But um, Uncle Koji, do you think with the pace we have right now, one matter can play that creative role? That creative role doesn't require that much pace. I keep going back to City because if we look at them, you can see David Silva. 
He's not that much of a pacey player, but because of his ability and his brains on the ball, he works with the pacey ones in Bernardo Silva, Raheem Sterling, and Kun Aguero. Right now, we have lightning speed Daniel James. Rashford, we, we are quick in our transitions. So do you think we can play one matter to complement that creative thing that we are losing? Well, it will depend on what the coach wants to do. When you look at Pogba, sometimes Pogba slows our game down. He draws it back when the ball should have gone forward. You see? But Mata... Hmm. How about how about Pogba in that hole? Exactly. He dwells on the ball sometimes too much. Look at... Uh, I think it was... Was it the last game or the game before? The, the game. ball that he lost in... Crystal Palace yes. the last game. Yes. What was he doing with the ball? What was he doing with the ball? Pogba, Pogba is a bit inconsistent. But you see, the thing is, is the team that he's playing for. When he was at Juventus, he had Andre Pelo and um, Vidal, Arturo Vidal, yeah. shielding him. So when he goes and loses the ball, they also recover and give it back to him to play. Right now, he's like, I'll go to man. McTominay hasn't gotten into that position of breaking the balls and intercepting. We have someone in Fred. And Matic, but Matic has lost space. He's too Fred also loses the ball. And in the Premier League, if you sit in front of the defense and you lose, and you the, lose ball, the ball, it's, it's a, a goal. goal. Yeah. So right now, who can we get to complement Pogba? Either we play in number 10, we play Fred McTominay, or Matic McTominay to cancel out the pace, the pace of McTominay and then the pacelessness of Matic or something. What do you think, Abukuju? <laughs> All this is academic. <laughs> Seriously, on the field of play, things change. Exactly. Things change. We could sit here and draw up all the combinations, but on the field of play, things, things change. True. Me, I would go with Mata. Mata has played this game long enough and he's done exactly. enough. I'll go with Mata. Yeah. Seriously, I'll go with Mata. Nana, would you suggest any bias for the summer of January? Would you Honestly, looking at how we play right I now? I still want my man Dibaza to come. <laughs> If we had Dybala, we wouldn't be thinking about what we're thinking about now. He was slotting to number 10 easy. Oh, right. So, yeah, see if we can bring in Dybala. Not too bad. If um, um, uh, Bruno Fernandes is available. Why not? Does, does, does he want to come? Does he want to come? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The tabloids aren't really indicating anything. We chased him. We chased him enough. Yes. Does he want to come? If the player doesn't want to play for you, don't bother with him. I think for him, he wanted to come, but it was... The money, finances. You see, right now, United with where we are, teams like to extort from us. <laughs> so when they are going for their Everybody best Everybody sees we're desperate. Exactly. <laughs> so we look so desperate. So when we're going in for Bruno Fernandes, we quoted 60 million euros. They were like 70, 75 million euros. And we're unwilling to pay that because we're going in for the most expensive defender in the world right now. Harry Maguire. <laughs> Harry Maguire. But what do you think of our defense? It's become better. Okay. Admitted, it's become better. Sorry. Maguire has added some steel in the middle of the defense, and I'm in love with this one, the Zaka guy. Serious. Great tackle. Seriously. People Seriously. are complaining about his attacking. What do you think? Well, maybe it's not yet there yet. Okay. You see, I don't know whether when he was playing in the Crystal Palace, he was doing that. Right now, we have a problem in defense. Let's solve it because before we turn him into a wing back. Okay. His job right now is not to allow a goal. He shouldn't go and start an attack now. Okay. 
stay there. When you get the ball, give it to the midfield, let them take it. But you try and prevent the full goal from being scored against us. Which we had a very leaky defense last year. Yes. And we, we can't afford that any longer. If you'd agree with me, he does that very well. Yes. He's, he's, his last dish tackles are very well timed. The best tackle. Yeah, he hardly misses a tackle. Very, very yes. yes. Very and very and to add to that, you can't go around he starts, so he initiates attack quite well too. He's able to pull forward, you know, play with whichever um, winger he, he's playing with or midfielder. You know, he, he moves forward, but his finishing, especially in the final third, he's not able to send in too many decent crosses. He's not able to cut in like. Um, Ashley Young of old would have done, you know. I don't know. He's, he's still getting there, but so he's, a good, he's to, a good prospect. Since he has that problem, when you get to the midfield, you release, release the ball, ball come back. Up. But Popoba also edges him forward because Popoba wants to find him with the diagonal balls. <laughs> 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 We've got, you see, Popoba, he's like, uh, what, how should I state it? If you call something, as he can. Okay. You see? He, he's always trying to get somebody to also help him. Popa wants somebody to free him so that he can also go forward and go and score. Yeah. That's what he's looking for. But he's our best threat going forward. Yeah, so why not Why not push him forward? He's the best he can be. When you release him, won't that cause a problem for the team? As At the moment, we don't have anybody who will fit in when we release him to go. And it will create a problem for our defense. And that's that points back to today's main topic, being Ole. Who's, he's the one making the choices. So what's he doing? He's doing. Because you look at Alexis Sanchez. I, I, I am not happy with the deal at all. People will complain on the finances. Yes, it was quite high. But looking at how we want to play now, I think Alexis would have done a better job. And even better at what Lingard is doing. Because he presses, he runs, he's more composed on the ball, and he has bigger brains on the ball. Energizer Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> so why are we selling the wrong people, or are we loaning out the wrong people and and keeping keeping the wrong people too? I don't know if it's based on his past performances that they're selling him because Sanchez, the whole of the year, he had the opportunities, but he didn't make good. Seriously, I didn't see his contribution to our, our team last year. There were games when we really needed him, but when he comes onto the field. It's just not fair. I agree, but I felt this was the season. I personally felt this was going to be the season for him, but he never had the opportunity to even play once, and off he goes to it. Maybe the coach had made his mind up. That's that's the question. So what is happening with the decision makers? What what plan do they have? Is it right for a footballing team to be able to spell out their plans to their supporters so that we can understand and rally behind them in what they're doing? Or they should just keep us in the dark and act and have them have us believe they are acting in the best interest of the public. You want you want the corporate policy. Yes, yes. I can I can do this is what we want to do this year. Yes, Charter out there, people pay good money to be members, not just supporters, members of the club. It's a club. So it's not just about management or players, there's membership. So there's members. What do you tell them? They 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 they, they need answers. They, they need to be able to sleep at night. You, you know, we have to defend I, yes. the club. Yes. I, 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 yes. I agree, I agree. We have the right to know. We have the right mm-hmm. to know. So what's uh, what's happening? I don't know if this gets anywhere close yeah, to there. Maybe we should post the right to information bill. But we're still hoping things turn out like we would want. We want the good old days back. I don't know when that will come, but I can't wait. So right now, we're at the, uh, at the position where 
we are trying to figure out what they're doing. Yes. Mm. And it's not pleasant. Yeah. It is not pleasant at all. Sad times. It's not pleasant. Right now, I can't go to any of these sports bars and watch football no. because I don't know what will happen to me. <laughs> so I stay in my bed and watch it coolly. No, no heartache, no yeah. pressure, nothing. Just in my bed with my arms on my chest then I'll be watching. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Nobody will shout boo when we're scored against. <laughs> it happens. Uncle Goji, I want to put you on the spot. We've got a segment on the show where we call it Ole in a Minute, where you are... Olegan associate for one minute. What would you say to the players if you're in the dressing room? Or what starting lineup would you give? Like you are the you are the manager for a minute of Manchester United. So you have one minute to be Oli. You can say whatever you want to say. Maybe not even one minute, but you have, yeah, you have the starting, for a win. The starting lineup, I will stick to the teams he's used for the first two games. But now Martial is out. So he has to find somebody. To fit in, okay. I don't know what's happening in training. But guess what? You 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 get to be him. So in first person, you wow. are Ole. So you are Ole now. Now you are Mister Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. What should you say to your Manchester United boys to win against Southampton? Guys, this is a new season. All that happened in the past. Let it fly. It's in the past. You can't do anything about it. This is your opportunity to let everybody know that you're a title contending team. Grab it. Prove your worth. Don't be scared of anybody. You're just as good as any team you meet. You can win. Wow. Simple. Wow. So we can win. And we can win. Your predictions for Saturday. Hmm. 3-1. Wow. Would you like to mention the goal scorer? No. <laughs> the goals will come from somewhere. I'm confident we will win. We won. At least we won. They here conceding again. <laughs> clean sheet, clean sheet. No, they'll score one. They won. They'll score one. Okay. Because I watched their last. Who, uh, I think they played who? Um, the la- last. Yeah, last their last week. game. I forgot him. You but know, they, Danny Ings is hurt. So they brought uh, this new, some new guy. Yeah. He yeah. was very, 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 very good. I think he scored. And now Redmond, Redmond is also well. yeah, picking pace, but they've lost him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right now, United is crying about yeah, Redmond. This week, I'm confident we'll win. We'll win. Yeah. I think, I think we'll win. I think we'll win to we'll bounce back with a win. I can't tell anymore because honestly, with the scores, it's hard to predict with the kind of United we have. But I think we win. If if that if we can go with that, I'm not too sure. We we predicted one one against Wolves and it happens. Yes. No, 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 no. I'd rather just predict a win. Okay. All right. All right. I think we've hit rock bottom already. Yeah. And we can only go up. We can only get better. We can't do any worse than we did last week. How can you dominate a game and then lose two one? Who does that? Against against us, it wasn't a, it wasn't the type of domination that we had over uh, over Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> so as we ascend, we ascend at Manchester United. In one spirit, in one heart, in one blood, we are Manchester United. Don't forget, this is the We Are United podcast. Like, share, give to your friends, give to everybody that you can find available. Let them listen. We are very honored to have Uncle Kojo in our midst. 
I am Nana Isie. Thank you guys for coming. This is the We Are United podcast. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs>